Elijah, did you, you froze. I'm what in a basement. About? You're in a basement right next to a router. You can't get any closer. You can't get... You, you'd have to be the internet to be any closer to it. Well, I'm on the run. <laughs> I got involved I'm... in a Harley Davidson gang. Oh, God. Here oh, we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's, oh, and here we go. Something like that. I, <laughs> I have nowhere else to go. Oh, in the basement. <laughs> That may or may not. Oh, Miggy's uh, owner of Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> you know it. That's how we roll around else, here. Man. All right. If you're just tuning in, uh, and there's a lot of people tuning in, we've got uh, a whopping 300 and some odd people tuning in right now. So thank you for 81. Oh man, it's it's climbing, baby. Wow, right. that's nice. So what you're tuning into is currently just. Uh, well, uh, is the off the cuff show, which is me, Dave, and the underpaid producer Elijah talking about whatever we want. There, this is literally just our <laughs> our take on culture and news and things and guests and whatever. We like, get a hell. Everybody's a got a podcast now, so we can't be left out. Hell of a story today. But hell anyway, um, we've got a few things. We ultimately. We're going to push into the whole double standard, the Nashville uh, hate crime, murder, uh, and some double standards all around that and give oh, our give our around. thoughts, give our thoughts on that. We're working to it, but we know that if, once we go there, we won't be able to like just turn back the clock to funny times. <laughs> so, so we're going to have some fun on the front end. And we'll get serious on the back end. Like two if good you know lovers. I mean. Fun on the yeah. front end, serious on the back end. <clears throat> All right. That's what, that's what they say, right? Uh, that's the saying. That's what they say. That's what I've always said. Yeah, fuck Trump and fuck the police. Wacko yeah, Waco. Good yeah, job, brother. <laughs> yeah, brother. If, oh, if you hear the this. don't if, run. If you <laughs> if you get this on audio and you're like, who are these guys talking about? What are they? Everything? We're live on YouTube and Facebook right now. So uh, usually we don't go live on Facebook. That's just an occasional thing. You just just the YouTube audience. But I thought, hey, why not? Whatever. To expose more people to the fact that we're doing the show, you can look up off the cuff. I think we're now the second podcast that pops up out of the 80 that are called off the cuff. We're making big moves. If we're making big moves, hey, we got se- we didn't even we're ask for any waves. ratings or reviews, and we have some. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, all right. So let's we have seven <laughs> ratings. It's five stars. Here we go. This one first review, five stars. Missed hearing the sweet voices of Mike, Big Daddy, Dave, and Elijah. The world is a better place with you guys podcasting. Keep up the good work. We will. That's right. Uh, the best are back. Miss these guys, Mike and BDD. <laughs> Big Daddy Dave are always entertaining, informative, <laughs> and energetic. Energy. Yeah, so happy to have them back and the epic intro music. Yes. Right? Thank That's you, right, baby. We love this music. Uh, the YPP, whoever that is, says <laughs> still hasn't made it. Back. The, the UPP still hasn't made it back from CVS. That's an old school one. No, that I is... finally did, and I'm here in this basement. He commandeered a Harley to get here. That's how he oh, good I did. Lord. That's how yeah. we get it. Go. Let's run away from the biker gangs. That man, oh, man. Are allowed in. 
Just so you know. Oh my gosh. So anyway, uh, that's the show. You can find us on uh, podcast pod, podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Prestige Worldwide. And Prestige Worldwide. And if you go, it's on the Mike the Cop YouTube channel, which is soon to be just whatever we end up branding this show, send us, type in, hit the comments with like what we should call this show. Thank you, Ryan Abernathy, for the Damn, super chat. Ryan, thank you. What we need names. I, I, I don't want off the cuff. I like, I, I'm glad that we brought us back. Like, I'm glad that we're back. But right. maybe, maybe we just, whatever the show becomes, the name will need to just develop. So I'm not in a rush. When the right one comes along, we'll know. So yeah, I, I don't want to be in a hurry. You know what I mean? Although right. you may never, you never know what's going to happen. <clears throat> That's the name of the podcast. Know. I don't want to be in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Slow it down. Let me ask you guys this: Do you want to? Well, when do you want to do the next episode of Spinetti? Because, dude, I'm itching, man. Like I want to so bad. I'm ready to ro let's roll it out now. I say we roll it up right now. Uh, if, you're in, if you're in the chat, uh, type don't type F. Uh, <laughs> type type uh, type Spinetti in the chat if you want to hear us do another episode written by written by AI of yes. Spinetti, De Detective Spinetti and Russo out on the beat. Type Spinetti in the chat. If you want to see it? <laughs> we'll, we'll see it. if there's enough people that want to hear it. We'll we'll do it. Elijah, what's your news? You say, like now you've got me all curious. You told me that oh, <laughs> you're gonna hate it. <laughs> of course, my news is is that I went and got a two up seat for my Harley Davidson. Oh, gosh, that's not news. And, that's oh, not <laughs> news. That's because not listen, news. It's just a life Ev update. Everybody in Michigan knows about this. Everybody does. <laughs> the old guys at the Harley dealership. Ever? We're looking at me, giving me thumbs up. Oh God! So they, they felt know bad the for people you. who they know, and then the guys that they know have told people oh like God. Gretchen Whitmer. And <laughs> I was invited for dinner. I was going to tell you guys over at the governor's place uh, <laughs> tonight. So, yeah, as long as I bring my Harley. But you know, I I skipped it to be here with you. Well, yeah, but you do. But that's but you got that two up for your boyfriend Will. And that's, I think, probably one yes. of the reason you got invited don't, over to the. Don't tell Brooke about Will. We don't talk about William. We don't talk. William. Okay. William so and his and his Willie. <laughs> We're gonna wiggle Spinetti. Williams like, Willie wiggling his way onto your two seat. <laughs> All right. Oh, two up. So gross. Guys, come Spinetti on. is with an I. Guys, come on, Spinetti. Speed. S P. Speed. S P I. Spinetti. 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 All right. Spinetti. Hey, Spinetti. All right. Let's uh, I, try to so read I, what, what Dave sent. Well, let me say. So I sent so a P confusing. no, I sent a PDF. Yeah, he he did in the text. I, I sent it as a text because I don't have the docs that like he he has access to. So yeah, he no. put it into a doc oh, and then I made it. it. How'd you do that so quick? Because I'm good like that, bro. This is, I'm a professional. Holy crap. <laughs> I should be the yeah. producer. I'm amazed by that. Dude, I did that in like 30 seconds, dude. I'm proud of you. I had AI write a script on how to convert text from text to PDF. <laughs> and it just did it. <laughs> and then it just did it for me. It Spinetti, for me. huh? Yeah, forget about it. Now, you, here's the thing is <laughs> I, I don't want to change over because Russo has a great part in here. 
I'm, okay. I'm, am I, I Russo? Or you, just... to, you need to be Russo because it's. A, I think you're going to like Russo. Me? Part. I'm going to be Russo? Yeah, I, I hate to do that to you. Wasn't I Russo last week? You, you were? Yeah, I'm Russo. You're Spinetti. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if we were going to switch off every once in a while. I don't know how people feel nah, about that. Nah, no. Yeah. I, I, okay, I, I no, think okay. you embody the Spinetti spirit. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's sweet of you. Um, and I wanted to embody the Russo that I think that you can handle this one. And this I love is, it. I'm, uh, I'm so excited. I have no this, idea what this, this says. So good. This All right. So, good. so uh, Elijah, you give us the rundown, and you're going to play the part of the coroner, apparently. Yeah, you're the coroner, and, of course, the narrati- narration okay. and all that shit, so... Here all we right, go. cheers, everybody. This is Elijah. Got me this uh, bourbon. I don't know. He didn't get it for me. He brought it to my house. It's his. What is it? What is it called? Uh, it's black and tan, um, and they don't make it anymore. So, what if he's like, it's called Mad Dog. It's got a different like character that. to it. That's for sure. It's really oh, nice. good. It's really good. All right. All right. The homicide like scene, naked gun style. <laughs> a homicide scene. Scene opens with Detective Spinetti and Detective Russo arriving at a homicide scene. The coroner is already there examining the body. Jeez, Russo, look at this mess. Yeah, thanks for stating the obvious, Spinetti. Hey, I'm just trying to lighten the mood, you know, like a clown at a funeral. (sighs) Great, just what I need. Gentlemen, can we please focus on the matter at hand? Right, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, so, uh, what do we know so far? The cause of death appears to be from the multiple blunt force traumas to the head, most likely caused by a crowbar found nearby. Oh my god, that's his ex wife. <laughs> my ex wife, shit, that's my ex wife. What your ex wife? I had no idea. Thank god. I mean, how terrible. I mean, that's terrible, Spinetti. Wait, what do you mean, thank God? I I mean, I don't have to pay alimony anymore. (laughs) Hey, you're ridiculous, Russo. Are you both done with your stand-up routine? I have important work to do. Yeah, sorry, Doc. Uh, We'll let you do your thing. So, uh, what's our next move? Uh, Look at this. Uh, There's a footprint here. Looks like a size ten and a half. (laughs) <laughs> the old footprint trick. We'll have this perp in no time. <laughs> what the fuck is a That's right, Russo. They don't call us the best detectives in the department for nothing. You two are more like the best comedians in the department. <laughs> hey, we'll take what we can get. <laughs> hey, come on. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's blow this popsicle stand. <laughs> I love it when you talk dirty. <laughs> Russo and Spinetti exit the scene, leaving the coroner to continue his work. As they walk away, they share a comedic exchange. <laughs> I can't believe it's my ex-wife. Hey, don't worry, Russo. I'm sure the alimony payments will stop now. <laughs> You're not wrong, Spinetti. That's the spirit. Hey, speaking of payments, I just bought myself a new Corvette. <laughs> Top of the line. Cherry red, leather seats, the whole nine yards. Wow, Russo, you're moving up in the world. You know, maybe I can finally get some respect around here. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I love how Another during adventure. that reading we dropped by over a hundred viewers. <laughs> <laughs> it's so worth it to me. Only the real Spinetti fans are, yeah, are still here. Oh, these guys don't fucking get it, man. <laughs> oh man, oh man, that was awesome. Okay, now am I supposed to read something here? <laughs> are you what? Am I supposed to read read something here? Because I got a couple things, you know, a couple things. <laughs> it's, it's hard to get out of character, you know. I know it is. Once you're like in, I like, you know. So what were those guys called that did the prank calls? Um, the uh, Jerky Boys. The Jerky Boys. He sounds like Saul Rosenberg. That was the coroner's like that. One of the Jerky Boys <laughs> is what Elijah sounded like. He did. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, let's see here. So I, I we could segue, I think, to this uh, if I if it'll let me here. You know how these fucking like articles will like completely screw you up, and they'll be like, "No, now if you, only if you buy the newspaper." Like I'm gonna pay like yeah. five fucking dollars a month for a fucking newspaper. Uh, if do you want me to go right into the segue of the conversation that we're gonna be talking about, or what, like. Or well, are what we are still going to try? Well, I mean, this is the, an article by the AP. The GOP lawmakers override the veto of the transgender bill in Kentucky, which is kind of a big, yeah, a big let's, deal. Let's start there. Explain to me what's what's happening, and then uh, yeah, that'll be a good segue into the transgender psycho that decided to try to murder people. All right, uh, Frankfort, Kentucky. Uh, Republican lawmakers in Kentucky on Wednesday swept aside the Democratic governor's veto of a bill regulating some of the most personal aspects of life for transgender young people, from banning access to gender-affirming health care to restricting the bathrooms they can use. The votes to override Governor Andy Bashir's veto were lopsided in both legislative numbers where the GOP wields super majorities and came on uh, the, the next to last day of this year's legislative session. As emotions surged, some people protest, protesting the bill from the House gallery were removed and arrested after their prolonged chanting rang out in the chamber. Because, you know, that always fucking helps. It always does a lot. The <laughs> protesters, their, their hands bound, chanted, there's more of us not here. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Is that really what they said? They're, quote, there's more of us not here. Uh, as they waited to be taken away from the Capitol, Kentucky State Police didn't immediately say how many were arrested or on what charges. The debate will likely spill over uh, into the year's gubernatorial uh, campaign with Bashir's veto drawing GOP condemnation as he seeks re-election to a second term. A legal fight also is brewing. The ACLU of Kentucky reaffirmed that it intends to take this fight to the courts to try to preserve access the healthcare options for young transgender people. Isn't does it boggle the mind that laws and shit don't mean anything anymore? It's like, I don't like this law. I'm just going to fucking sue. It's, it's, does it boggle you at all? Like, does it, when did, it, when did this all start? When did that all start happening where the courts had to get involved all the time for every single law that's being enacted? Uh, while we lost the battle in the legislature, our defeat is temporary. We will not lose in court, said Chris Hartman, executive director of the Fairness Campaign, an LGBTQ plus advocacy organization. 
in praising the veto override. David Walls, executive director of the Family Foundation, said the bill puts policy in alignment with the truth that every child is created as a male or female and deserves to be loved, treated with dignity, accepted for who they really are. Activists on both sides of the impassioned debate gathered at the State House to make competing appeals uh, before lawmakers took up the transgender bill following an extended break. At a rally that drew hundreds of transgender rights supporters, trans teenager Soon Pakyaga, who cares, held up a sign <laughs> summing uh, up a grim review of the Republican legislation. The sign read, Our blood is on your hands. If it passes the restricted access to gender affirming health care, I think trans kids will die. <laughs> if it passes the restricted access to gender affirming health care, I think trans kids will die because of that. The 17 year old student. I'm really glad, too, that they put 17 year olds. on. You know what? Fuck it. I'm glad they put like eight, 10 year olds and just give them an opinion and put them on fucking TV. Let them talk in the news and just just really give these young fucks a, a, a voice because it's really important. They need to be heard. But if they want to uh, smoke, they got to wait till they're 21. <laughs> uh, I want to smoke. Can I have a cigarette? <clears throat> no, you're eight. Can you're, I have a penis? Eight. Yes. Yes, you can. You're eight. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. It's it, yes. Okay. I we'll, promise myself. I, I, I promise myself. I stay calm. Don't promise this. You <laughs> cannot stay calm on this. So, uh, the 17 year old student said expressed a persistent concern among the bill's critics that the restrictions could lead to an increase in teen suicides. I I don't want to fucking go off right now about fucking teen suicides and, and transgenders and Do fucking. It. I got to read this. So the Senate voted 29 to 8 to override Bashir's vote. A short time later, the House completed the override on a vote of, holy shit, 76 to 23. Uh, Republican House Speaker David Osborne later said it was a decision by state police to remove and arrest protesters. Yeah, I guess that would be their decision since they're the ones doing it. <laughs> I think it's unfortunate that it reached that level, and certainly they were given, as I've been told since then, multiple opportunities to either quit their chance or to leave voluntarily. Osborne said the bill's uh, opponents framed the issue as a civil civil fucking rights fight. I, I just I why did I why did we why did we doing this today? This what is have you what have you done? What what have why you did you done? open that can? Uh, Democratic <laughs> uh, representative Sarah Stalker. Uh, declared uh, Kentucky will be on the wrong side of, of history by enacting the measure. Bill supporters assembled to defend the measure, saying it protects trans children from undertaking gender-affirming treatments they might regret as adults. No shit. Uh, research shows such regret is rare, however. Oh, I would love it. It, it actually, you could, it's highlighted, so you could actually click onto the fucking article, which is, you know there's not enough fucking research on that topic to to say anything and and when we start moving that topic i'm gonna actually have to hit this button and you know i'm gonna have to read this fucking shit article uh <laughs> we cannot allow people to continue down the path of fantasy to where they going uh to end up 10 20 30 years down the road and find themselves miserable from decisions that they made when they were young said republican uh rep 
Shane Baker at a rally. And this goes on and on. At least 10 states have enacted laws restricting or banning gender-affirming care for minors. Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona, Georgia, Iowa, Kentucky, Mississippi, Tennessee, Utah, and South Dakota proposed bans pending before the Republican governor in West Virginia. Uh, federal judges have blocked enforcement of laws in Alabama and Arkansas. Nearly two dozen states are considering bills this year to restrict or ban care. And like I said, the list does go on and on of you know where the article goes on, and I should say. So let's let's di- let's dig into it. Your turn, your turn, because I can't. I'm going to go crazy. Well. It's just, I, I don't, I, th- I feel like most people, most people, <clears throat> I feel like up until recently were kind of of the, of the persuasion. And I would say that most, most people who would consider themselves American patriots, lovers of their country, lovers of freedom, I think that most people, until like in the last like year, year and a half, especially, were like this. <clears throat> Listen, if you're a grown adult that wants to pretend that you're something that you're not, a guy pretending to be a girl, girl pretending to be a guy, now, now, uh, these f- furries, you know, people pretending to be animals or feeling like they're really a hawk when they're a chick, whatever. Three dudes Mo- pretending they know how to podcast. <clears throat> yeah, guys, guys that don't know how to podcast thinking that they do. <laughs> Good Lord. Would have just been like, you know what? Go get, live your life. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, do do your thing. You want you want to open up a a drag queen bingo right like you want whatever just do your thing right but where this has really come to a front is when and again i've I've been saying this for a lot of years the lgbtq plus agenda is to indoctrinate children clearly and convert them to a humanist religion it We'll get we'll get yes. into the religion thing later, <clears throat> but it is a religion, okay? Um, and the the humanist religion is the they worship sex. Oh dang, I'm getting an offer on Elijah's house, huh? <clears throat> I got, um, Screw it. The the humanist. I got the call too. <laughs> my I'm gosh, Elijah's making political memes. <laughs> I got the same. What'd you call say? And I was like, what? The- it freaked me out because you got a call. I'm like, why am I getting a call? <laughs> who, who wants to talk to me? The the humanist religion, they worship sex. And so anytime you worship, you have to have sacrifice. And you can check history. And throughout history, cultures that worship sex, uh, their sacrifice is children. <clears throat> and... They, they will, the human sacrifice of children. We do that now. We just legalize it and call it abortion. But the reason that this has really taken a, a hold is that now, now we're trying to take kids who have developing imaginations. What kid doesn't pretend to be or want to be a, a dragon or a spaceman or a freaking whatever, right? Like right. it's imagination. And now, now we're 
we're talking about permanent damage to their bodies and minds through drugs and procedures with kids. And I think that's that's where everything is coming to a head is the exposure of the ideological drive and determination to indoctrinate kids into a different way of life. And Clearly. that is that's why this is such a passion driven topic now. Whereas, dude, I mean, how long has RuPaul been around? Right. Or oh my God, forever, whatever, you know, Freddie Mercury was flaming as could be no, like it's one thing when an, an, a grown human is exercising the freedoms that were afforded in this country. But now when we, when we start involving kids in the decision, that's where it's becoming a more heated front i guess do you think well i would say yes i mean the idea that it's going to be heated stems i think because it's kids because again like you said before we don't have a problem i don't have a problem with it. people wanting to be we'll we'll call it individuals or whatever which which is is total bullshit like i was watching on instagram the other day and this one I don't know what it, whatever it was was talking about um that they basically identify as a fucking eagle or some weird shit and like and they're like i'm the only one of my kind blah blah, blah. and i'm thinking <laughs> are we, is this where we're at like we we well, are we have, trying I sent so you, hard to be individuals i sent you the one about a person that identifies as hitler in a past life yes you did that one was again what in the <laughs> i think elijah sent me that fuck? one or i are sent you, you that what is your problem? That's what I'm like, looking up right now. This is so a I real. This is a real fucking problem, man. Like this, and this is not going away anytime soon. If you think that that's okay, you're out of your fucking mind. Oh, you know what? It's it's okay. I mean, I, this person just every time we decide that, or every time a human being decides that they want to separate themselves from society, they become more of of into it it's another click one way or the other you will never I'm, i have really bad news for some of these young people you are not an individual you are not different than everybody else i don't care what you say what you think you've heard i don't care what a celebrity tells you i don't care if a celebrity tells you to follow your dreams be your own person <laughs> it's all garbage in the end you are just like everybody else you are not hitler you're not a fucking eagle you're not a you're not a cat like, but this is the problem. We are starting to accept that. It makes no sense to me. I'm, I, it, it's boggling my mind where in this world we can all of a sudden say it's okay. Because it technically, Mike, it's not okay. It's no, not no, okay. It's not it's okay. A, in my opinion, it is, it is a sign of a mental illness. If you're telling me that you are Hitler and you are serious about it, that you are Hitler, in, that you were Hitler in a past life, and you are literally... You saw that the person you sent me is certainly trying to uh, take on the appearance of of a liberal Hitler. Look at this. You guys think we're this kidding? Is, Here. No, this is absolutely <laughs> true. This okay. makes no fucking sense to me, man. The first memories I, I had from that lifetime came to me when I was five in my nightmares. You can see right where I shot myself, too. That and just so many other things throughout my life have connected me to my past. This. What is this? 
it's like a oh, reaction. It's her reaction. Oh, you. Oh, I gotcha. So. I was like wondering why there was an eleven minute TikTok. <laughs> it's like but that's what I'm saying. Like you can be be your own person, man. I, I don't care. Um, but there's a difference between being uh quote yourself and being fucking nuts too. It's it, it's and, and it's not really that fine yeah. of a line to me. It's no, really no, no, no. And, and people, parents that are encouraging their kids in this make turning imagine imagination into reality it's child abuse and i i hope we come to a point where it's criminally prosecutable that they could be removed from these psych psychos homes because this is a this is just a dangerous ideology when we encourage the complete existence in a bizarro made up world and the uh <clears throat> you know the, wh why do they want to use why why do they want to use other people's bathrooms so bad <laughs> like what's what why why is that a, an urgent issue for you why is that a civil right why is that why is that a thing I, because it's a ba it's a I think basic I, I, human rights or like a basic human need to use the restroom and the privacy of your own gender and they're so lost that they think yeah but you you're right though it's like it's like there's it's like a steamroll right it's it's like so i was listening to a podcast uh glenn lowry a uh, conservative guy and he had a guy named uh, delano uh squires on and this guy is a, a black christian conservative this is a great podcast what i love about lowry is oh, that um he he oh. really will put people through the test um he plays devil's advocate quite a bit um, it's it's just a really cool. I I really enjoy the podcast from what I've listened to, and he talks. Delano talks about. Um, he he actually says this quote, which really, which kind of like, this can be put in in into play here. The designer is the definer. If they can re uh, design how life is or how they think life is supposed to look then they can they can define it so if they're designing this new place this they're steamrolling they're saying this is this this is this this is this i've designed it i define it um and you have to follow the rules around it you know and i just it it was i thought it was a great little uh quote that he said because it's so true the designer is the definer mm -hmm. and it's a dangerous thing. It can be extremely dangerous. We don't, we no longer care about traditions and all that other stuff. And part of the podcast was interesting because they were talking about like Delano saying like my values, the society's values come from Christian values. Mm -hmm. And Lowry did a great job because he played uh, devil's advocate uh, on it. He's like, well, but there are people that don't prescribe to the Christian religion. How do you, how do you combat that or how do you answer to that you know and just just how he answers is very matter of factly like here's the principles of life that people follow in general you can't veer from that and just so you know these principles are christian values they're christian principles you know and so um it's just it, it was it's an interesting po podcast but anyway um but on that same time like they're trying to they're trying to design life to fit their needs uh so that they can basically redefine everything 
and make it theirs so that if you don't prescribe to it, then you are somehow the bad guy, well, right? Like this is seriously, this is nuts. I remember being in a, like in high school and some guy was like hitting on me. Right. And was like uh, telling me that he's into me. Like, right. And I basically told him, Hey, I'm, I'm not gay. Like I'm not into you. And I remember some girl turned to me and was like, what are you homophobic? Like, why would you say that? And I'm like, no, I just <laughs> simply because you're not turned on <laughs> by like, another I, man. I just like <laughs> woman. I don't know. What, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't like <laughs> men's no more. <laughs> I don't like men's no more. I love them. I love them. I love them. <laughs> but no, you bring up a good point, though, Elijah, because like in the end, how how is that homophobic? The, the fact that I don't like penis. It, it, doesn't it doesn't make, make me, me afraid it just, I'm of sorry. or hate anybody. So, Right. It, it doesn't do that. And I'm sure that you probably didn't respond with, get away from me, you you fag, or some like ridiculous thing. You're probably like, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. It's just you're not my thing. I just I like women. And then you get this response because all of a sudden you're the bad guy because they are trying to they, – they're designing a whole world. They're defining it. You have to yeah, live within it. Yeah, and if you break, if you break no any sense. of their There's molds no that they it. make that they think everybody else should prescribe to, then you're evil. Yeah, there's no there's no other ifs, ands, or buts about it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's a tough I think uh, the designer is the definer. Like, I think that that's a huge thing. And – I mean, without without kind of dipping into a a whole a whole discussion on v- moral values, the reality is that if you do not accept at least a theistic worldview, you have no moral standing because you have to borrow theistic values to claim right or wrong, right? Like, so people who are claim, and he, and I'll say this, they claim that they are not, they, they, they don't have a religion. They don't believe in God, okay? They claim that will at the same time say what happened in Nashville was a tragedy, it was evil. But you, you can't say that. <laughs> like, right. Right. it doesn't make any sense. Like, the design gets to define what it is, right? So like there are, by design, there are only, there are only two genders and that's it. That that's how, that's how it works. And I think again, framed in, in a, in our, in our constitutional Republic and in our history of freedom would be, Hey, you, you go ahead and you go ahead and do you right. But, but that doesn't require us to do something special for you because you want to be you. Right. right? So I, don't, if, I don't have to prescribe to if it. If a 25-year-old dude wants to – if I go into, into the grocery store to pick up some uh, sundry items for a snack and I see some dude that is clearly a dude dressed up as a woman, it doesn't stop me from getting my little Keebler elf uh, goodies. It doesn't no, it stop doesn't. me. It should never. I just, I just pick it up. And I check out delicious morsels, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like that, I I disagree with it. I think it's stupid. I think it's moronic. I think it's imaginary. I think it's immature. I think it's evil, but he's a grown uh, 25 year old dude that wants to dress like a woman. 
Yeah. Okay. Fine. Now, if I have a 25 year old dude that is trying to go into a woman's dressing room while my daughter is in there trying on clothes, we're hey, going to have, have an you, issue. Yeah. Have you been to a uh, target recently, dad? Mm, no, I don't they think they so. have gender neutral a gender neutral changing area. And I will tell you, I told Brooke because like we went back there, <clears throat> I was like trying on pants or whatever. And I was like, I feel so uncomfortable being over here because if I saw a grown <laughs> man walk like there was I could hear a younger girl in one of the changing rooms with her mom. And I was like, I I told Brooke, I'm like, I can't do this. I'm like, I, I'm like, we'll buy pants another day. Really? Because I felt so. I was like, I wouldn't feel comfortable if a grown man was walking into a changing area where my daughter is, and it just it just feels mm -hmm. so off. Well, yeah, that's that is. But but again, that's that's the difference, right? I mean. I get it because there are people that have completely opposite um, opinions on life, morals, all that stuff uh, that are way smarter than me intellectually, um, book smart and all that stuff. But but in the end, I still I guess I'm still trying to wrap my head around the idea of acceptance, right? Like what is acceptable? Because they're going to have different visions of of how their life should be the difference is 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 if you don't as long as you don't push it on me that's fine i i hope that i don't push myself onto other people you know what i mean like I, my dad is a um we'll say a, a staunch christian right he's a staunch christian man old school christian guy uh fire and brimstone type of guy and his idea of christianity is to go out and preach the gospel to everybody it doesn't matter whether they accept it or not, like that's that's just his thing, and it's always been kind of like a thing with with him and I because um, everybody will say will say shares the gospel in different ways, right? Like there are people that go out and my dad will strike up a conversation with somebody, piss them off, and then they'll be on their way, and they are no closer to coming to Jesus and loving Jesus than any any other agnostic or you know, and so there are times where I actually have felt like my dad is responsible for literally turning away people that could follow Christ because they just can't fucking stand him. And if that sound, if that makes any sense to you, it does. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yet then there's other people who have done nothing. They haven't necessarily preached the gospel, but they've lived a life um, where you've you've known them to be Christians or Christ followers, and and they've never really been out there and been like, well, you need to do this or you're going to go to hell or you know, and they've they've always again maybe it's just my personal opinion, but it's always moved me more than the fire and brimstone guy, that old school person like my dad that's been like, well, then you're a fucking idiot, you know, if you don't fucking like God, I mean, I don't understand what your problem is, like you're the one who chooses God, you know. Like that's not how my dad is, you know, um, and it's just it's it's tough. So there's always that going to be combating that as well. Like there's people that are not going to agree with me. They're going to think that I'm always wrong where I'm thinking this is. The, so like, are they are they thinking the same thing? Are they going? No, Dave's fucking nuts, man. He's crazy. How, how could he not think that this is an amazing deal? I think personally, I think the vast majority of individuals are afraid to speak up 
for something in, like this in this nature, something of this kind of caliber, because once again, it's like the Trump voters. When Trump got elected, nobody wanted to admit that they fucking voted for Trump. If you would have talked to 100,000 people, 99 of them would have said, yeah, I voted for Trump. And then the other, like, six of them would have been like, yeah, I voted for him. Please keep it down. The other else would have been like, nope, I didn't vote for that guy. No fucking way. No, 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 no. Because they didn't want to say it at the time. Yeah. Nobody wants to speak up. Nobody wants to, to give their opinion when it matters. They just want to give it to you when you know it doesn't fucking matter. It's on fucking Facebook. You know, yeah. All right. Well, that that leads us in. <laughs> that was that leads us beginning. into uh, the Nashville shooting, and we're gonna talk about some double standards. <laughs> um, first of all, as always with these kinds of things, we're talking about it because it's in it's every it's everywhere it's it's here and we'll we'll talk about it but we're not talking about it to the exclusion of empathy and sympathy for those who actually have gone through it and are going through it and will go through it um so i don't i don't want to come off like um you know just insensitive pundits per se um, but it's it's an important issue because we are like people think I, I feel like people think I'm exaggerating when I say this. I don't believe that I am. If you are in the chats, let me know if you think I'm crazy or not. When I say we are at war, we there is an ideological war happening. The enemy in a broad stroke is Marxism. And this is just one of the shapes that it is taking when it comes to the LGBTQ plus agenda. And again, I am unashamedly saying there is an agenda. Well, I, I agree with you, okay. and I think that it's been – it's slowly been established over time. I don't think it's something that's just now happening. I think mm -hmm. it's been slowly kind of rooted in our kids, like in our schools. and. People yeah. who have grown up like well, that's the whole idea. School, millennials, right? or that's where the whole that's where school came from. Our idea of a fucking school came from exactly communists. Uh, yeah, Socialism. and that's that's why I'm encouraging every single parent to pull your kids out of the public education system. Out of well, this was this this particular incident happened at a private school, um, so we're not I, I, we're not talking about safety yet but we, we will we'll get there we'll talk about some some solutions for safety but um in general the your kids are being indoctrinated uh, from from a young age they're being in elijah where's that clip which clip um that cartoon um with the non-binary cow or something like that oh we'll find uh, it you know Hold what on. i'm talking about yeah if you can work on that but and while he's doing that i just want to say that if I encourage everybody. Remember, this is part of our podcast. Our motto is question everything. Do your homework. Find out. Look into and understand how our schools came to be, how our education system came to be what it is, how it started, why it was started in the first place. And you will see very quickly why this avenue is such an easy avenue mm -hmm. uh, to get to our kids. And I, yes. I 
I know we sound crazy when we say that. Do us a favor. Look into the history of it. Yes. And, and you, we are not going to be nearly as crazy sounding uh, when, you, when you do your own research on it. <laughs> yeah, it, no doubt about it. And so one of the one of, and this is the reason, like, I'm just going to show you an example of why. Um, oh, you got it. Here we go. This is this is a, a cartoon that you can listen to listen for yourself. And I don't know what cartoon this is, but if your kids watch it, here, here's what they're seeing. Well, my heart says that the way I feel most myself is to go by the name Fred. That's because I'm non-binary. And Fred's the name that fits me best. And I also use they and them. Because calling me a she or a he doesn't feel right to me. Oh, I didn't know that. Good job, Mom. Way to be supportive. You're a, uh, you're a fucking cow. <laughs> First of all, let's start there. <laughs> First of all, let's just start. There the are basics. people who actually think <laughs> they're cows, which is the fucked up part of the whole that's thing. That's true. I know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's so, how are we accepting this? Whatever that was, Drew says it's been canceled by Netflix. I, I don't oh, know. Oh, my so God. That's good. Uh, probably because it sucked. All right. Um, so one of the things that one of the things that you need to understand is that when I when I say the term leftists, this is what I mean. I, I call them Marxists. And here's another opinion that you can sound off in the chat. You can send me an email, whatever. At this point in history, <laughs> listen, dude, if you're a Democrat, you're a Marxist. If you support the platform, you're a Marxist. Now, I think there's plenty of terrible, terrible things happening in the Republican Party. I think there's a uniparty. So hear me when I say this. I'm not suggesting that to the solution is to be Republican because that's that bifurcation that happens that that's what they want us to do because they're one party. They're one thing. Okay. But you go, you go to a certain direction, the platform itself, the, the, the agenda is a Marxist agenda. And what you have to understand about um, Marxism, I'm going to remove him from the stream while he's going to take a dump. All right. Um, <laughs> What you have to understand is that they believe that you have to have, you cannot reform culture. You have to destroy it. Okay. I, you, you guys, and I, we don't have time to, to go into this again. Dave said, right. it. do your own research. You want to understand Marxism and critical theory that we're this. They believe that our culture is systemically wrong. Therefore you cannot reform it. You have to destroy the system yes. and you are to destroy it by any means necessary. Look at this shirt that you can buy. <laughs> yeah. But this honestly, is, Mike, they're not even, they're not as, it's, they're not dumb. No. They have this, they That's have played the, plan. the long game. I'm telling you, man, they are, they are, they have played the long game since the beginning. And this is where we're at now. It's, it's absolutely insane. It's insane. They don't they don't want visibility. They don't want equality. They don't even want no. equity. They want no, no, vengeance. God, no. Yeah. And there's not genocide happening. What a what a spit in the face of cultures and races that have actually been involved in genocide. No one is genociding trans people. It's it's a ridiculous it's claim. All a ruse. But this is yeah, this is all a shell game 
to move to move through pop culture um, and to capitalize on indoctrinating the youth to be on their side and to change the very fabric, the very values that undergird freedom. You have to understand that. Guys, listen, whatever you think about Christianity, whatever you think about it, it is Christian values that shape the West's freedom. No other nation, no other ideology has created as much freedom and prosperity in the world as Christian moral values, period. This is not just an opinion. And I know people hear me on this and, I, you know, whatever. Uh, and, and then, you well, then they want to they want to spout out their their personal uh, problems, their 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 personal woes. Yes. As if yes. somehow it's a societal issue, uh, which is all a bullshit cover up. So, yeah, it's uh, you, this is this is not a matter of like me and Dave think that Christian values are better than your values. That's not that's don't don't hear us saying that I think that, but I'm not saying it. What I am saying is that it is an indisputable historical fact that what shaped the West and the immense amount of advances in science, in medicine, in generosity is unparalleled, completely unparalleled because of Christian values undergirding it. It was driven entirely by that. Ending slavery, Christian values, right? Like, I mean, the list would go on. I know a lot of people are like, oh, Christians don't do much for the world. You are living on another planet if you believe that to be true historically. You are simply wrong. Like, email me, mike at mikethecop.tv if you don't believe me. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it over time. You are wrong if you do not agree with that factual statement that I just said. But, okay? Mike, they can do they can do – socialism better they can do communism better <laughs> that's that's uh, a nice every lie. time it's been tried they can do it better we can do better we just haven't destroyed the social framework that we need to yet um to its com absolute completeness we have not raised the earth we have not salted it afterwards yet enough yet in order yeah. to build up communism and make it right we haven't done that yet and we just have to work harder at that yeah and what you learn is that there it's never enough. It is never, ever, ever enough because the system itself has to be dismantled. And that is exactly what is happening before our eyes. Now, I'm just going to talk about two, two particular double standards. Uh, and then, and then maybe we can get into a little bit about like what, what really causes this? What are some solutions to this? Um, let me, let me do a quick shout out. To Jenny. Love you, Jenny. It's my cousin. Hey, Jenny. Hey, uh, Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> Thanks for watching the show. Hey, my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. I was podcasting again. <laughs> that was so good. Anyways, All right. go ahead. Sorry. First double standard in, in this situation, in the response. And I'm gonna I'm gonna lump everybody in on this, and I'll tell you why. But first one, the first double standard is outrage over kids being murdered here, yeah, but not outrage over kids being murdered elsewhere. Okay, and this this is as equally true for the right as the left in this case, because a lot of people are 
talking about this on the right right now. But they never talk about kids being killed otherwise, which happens all the time. And, and why is it, Mike? You can just say it. It doesn't fit the agenda, right? It doesn't fit doesn't, the narrative. It doesn't fit their agenda. Look at look at this, guys. Now, you know what? Honestly, though, fuck it, Mike. I, I'm I'm gonna put this on I'm gonna put this on Republicans too. Because yeah, they do the I same you. thing. You got uh, DC Drano, uh, uh, typical liberal, and they are shouting from the rooftops. They are fear-mongering as bad as the liberals are right now, and they are just as fucking bad. It's, it is every part of this is in, in the same works, man, just to get these fucking votes. And these guys, they're getting, they're getting their clicks. They're getting their likes, their hearts, or whatever, and it's, it's paying off very fucking well for them the dollar signs are are coming in the bank statements are are flowing you know it's and it's this is where this is where it pisses me off because we do you're right and and you can it's finished talking about i'm sorry that i had i interrupted you but oh you're good i'm i'm just as tired of watching guys like that on social media with this fake outrage this bullshit outrage because if they were so outraged they wouldn't be they wouldn't be discussing these very particular things. Mm-hmm. Um, they would be discussing other things of of actual value uh, yeah. and things that are going on, on around the world, not just in this country, um, in inner cities and in every other place. But that's not how they do it. And, and the way their delivery is, is is fear mongering uh, to the conservatives as well. And I think that they need to be called out on that, too. Yeah, 100 percent. That's why I said, like, this is this goes both ways. If you're not look, so this headline, at least 276 children aged 16 and younger have been shot in Chicago in the start since the start of last year. That includes 43 children younger than 13 obtained by CBS Chicago through a Freedom of Information Act request. The data is all shootings between the 1st of January and the 10th of January, um, 1st of January 2021 to the 10th of January 2022. That is just that's Chicago. Chicago. That's a city. That's it's a just a single city in yes. the fucking whole United States. The exactly. whole fucking country. One so city. The so yes, we're here leveraging this fact that everyone's talking about this shooting. And God bless the families that are going through this I, I it's it's not a mutual exclusive thing it's not a comparison game we're not like well no, this shooting's worse than this sh-. like no, no 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 evil rearing its head especially when we're talking about the most innocent among us that's terrible yeah but if you're only talking about this one because it's a win for our side because this was a trans person that did it or whatever and this proves a point for you this scores one for your team. Yeah. Well, fuck you, man. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's all it's bullshit. It's it's transgenders versus versus guns versus who's the loudest voice. And I, you know, it's so it's so tiring. And I, I mean, like I said, question everything, guys. This this is not I, you know, if you if you watch this podcast or listen to this podcast, um, do not think for one second that it's just Dave and Mike and we're just 
you know, conservative, we'll say Republicans uh, Mm -hmm. that only, you know, go through A, B and C. This is our platform. There should never be such a thing ever. Uh, I'm a, I am very conservative in certain ways and I'm very, uh, I think I would, I'd be very considered very socially liberal in other ways as well. Um, I, 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 don't ever this think is different for a than ideologically leftist or no, liberal. No, not, not <laughs> at all. I, I like to think I'm on the side of, of common sense, but that doesn't necessarily mean that people are ever going to see me that, that way. And I, I get that. Like I said, we all have our differences. Um, but yeah, it's, don't, don't think for a second we're not going to be fucking calling out the bullshit on both sides. Because in the end, as long as they can get us talking about things like this and and we know the importance of this this is not something you don't talk about right they know that they can hide any other fucking thing uh behind our backs um anytime that they want all they have to do is follow a good story or bring up a story from the past that's all it takes and so you know we we fall for it time and time again so when you see something like this happen again this is very newsworthy this is something worth talking about and i think this is worth opening up all the doors and the windows and and talking to your neighbors but the reality is is that we have to we have to know that there are things happening behind our backs when something like big like this happens, that just means they're going to be p- trying to push something else through. You know what I mean? Something else is going on that we all need to know about that they're all on the same side with. Jenny, yeah. Jenny, 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 that's the best. <laughs> Wait, or, now I just sounded retarded. What was? <laughs> you sound like Watch your mouth. You can't say that. Very much for that. I know. Open the door. Say that. Open the door. Open your new <laughs> Open your door. All right. Jenny, CJ, Ryan, and Erica, thank you all so much for the yeah. super chats. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, we're glad you're here. All right. Um, so that bothered me as a double standard first, right? Um, because that's just one city which is plagued with you know, inner city, primarily gang violence, gang and drug-related violence, right? That's just one place. So please, by all means, righteous anger toward the harming of children, it should light us all up. But don't just take advantage of this and score one for your team and feel like you did something. To me, all of the conservative pundits jumping on this is just like all the morons changing their profile pics to a Ukrainian flag. You guys are idiots. You're all idiots. We all lost when this happened. (laughs) What the fuck is Elijah doing? No, but we all we all lost. This is not something that some one side wins or the other. We we all lost on this. Yes. This is a tragic fucking thing on every side for every every person involved. That includes the family of this transgender fucking psycho. That you think that family is not suffering, they absolutely are. And so it's it's so easy to remove yourself from this bullshit. Like I said, like you said, just change your fucking, just change your fucking profile picture to a fucking flag, dude. That's all we got to yeah. do. That's how I show my support. I don't have to do anything. All I got to do is bitch about it a little bit on Facebook. I don't even have to do that anymore. I just changed my profile picture. And and you know what side I'm on. You you know that I'm, I'm fully in support of, and uh, that's all I'm going to do, though. That's all I'll do. That's all I need to do. The uh, the other aspect of outrage over kids there, it's it's wild to me that at the highest level of political leadership with uh, Sleepy Joe, 
he will come out and say like, uh, cutthroat's a great question. We're going to end the show tonight talking about solutions and I'll, I'll give our, we'll, we'll each give our take on that. It's a great, it's a, I think that's a really valuable piece of the discussion. I know. So how what to do we, it starts what do we with do? three colors, red, white, and blue. <laughs> I know how we do it. It starts with nine millimeter. All right. Um, the, the president and everybody that is on this Marxist agenda comes out and, and wants to pull heartstrings about kids while they simultaneously slaughter them by the tens of thousands a day in the womb. Yep. You do not have, if you support abortion, you cannot be mad about the Nashville thing. Sorry. You can't morally it's incongruous. I don't have the, whoa, what happened? What's going on? What? Can you hear I me? I can, yeah. I think Dave, had, he has his admin abilities and he's pressing the wrong buttons. You have a nosebleed? What's going on, Dave? <laughs> Dave, you're muted. <laughs> yeah, I got a nosebleed. I'm trying to keep <laughs> it off the camera. And then, Oh, and then you took me off. His, I, at first, I did. Yeah, I did. But that was actually I put you know what? Back on. You know what that's going to do to me, Dave? Off. It's going to create like eight separate audio files for the Dave. Thing. You deserved it for leaving us in poop. Man, I didn't want to poop. Myself. All right. So where I was was um, it's incongruous because. Like, think about one of the top reasons people will say they're pro-abortion. Well, it's be bad to bring a kid into this world. Well, then it's good to take one out then. If yeah, it's if it's good to keep that. them out, it's good to take them out. You, you, you're morally kids, incapable Mike. of the higher ground. They're fetuses. Okay? They don't mean yeah. anything. Yeah, don't mean anything. All right, so that was thing one. The double standard of outrage here, not outrage elsewhere. And I say that with a caveat that I understand that we're not mutually exclusive. You can be mad about both. Right. Like maybe this incident is the one that really gets you in the game, but you can't just focus on one thing. You have to ha you have to understand the bigger picture of what's going on. Violence against kids. As a as a general thing, Dave, you can just press stop cam and stay in here. I want people to see me okay. fucking bleed. This conversation gave me a nosebleed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Number two. Uh, the second double standard that I'm going to talk about tonight is this goes back to how people reacted to. We were talking about um, profile picks. Ahmaud Arbery. People remember that situation. Ahmaud Arbery, the, the people that killed him were convicted. And if you remember the video, right, like racial slurs, whatever, they, they, killed, they killed this man. And arguably, this was unjustifiable, right? Like, and they and they were convicted. So let let's let's all just say, yep, okay, that is what it is. When that when when Ahmad Arbery happened, that was like a big watershed moment. It and everybody changed their profile pics on Instagram that was a leftist to a black square because of because racism. Right. It was a hate crime. 
what color square did we change for the hate crime against Christians? Because that's what this was. Oh, this really? was this was a I would hate say crime that most people against Christians, most people who control that narrative. Like I would say that the left controls the narrative on social media. I would say that they mm-hmm. would say that uh, Christianity isn't a minority, so it doesn't deserve to have that for it. Which is a, yeah, well, it's it's crazy. It's sad, but that's yeah. that would be their reasoning, even if they wouldn't admit that. Sure. Yeah. So uh, it was just a double standard that stood out to me because it's like, let's look at what happened here. And to add into that, one of the victims was a black male, but we don't see a single Black Lives Matter protest happening tonight in Nashville. Not a single one from Black Lives Matter. They are not in the streets. They are not rioting. They are not looting. They are not shouting. But a black man was killed by this shooter. That's interesting. I, I do you think that not? I, do you think that has less to do with Black Lives Matter and more to do with the media part of that, keeping that part secret, and then saying like, "Hey, let's let's not." capitalize on this this is not a good time let's focus on this instead because this is going to further our agenda obviously we know that that that's what happened oh yeah of course but, they're having but the those idea, kind of conversations but do you think it was a black lives matter decision or do you think they just are do you think like they have to pick their battles i mean we clearly know i mean i'm not trying to be too much of a devil's advocate on this but i'm just wondering like how how much to blame is Black Lives Matter for for not coming out and being angry about that? Because technically, we already know that's not their job. Their job is only to do that with police, what they consider police violence and things of that nature. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they really I, that's, that should be in there. I, their I agree. But uh, we'll then expand it to LeBron James uh, or any other famous celebrity that when it's a cop that does this. Oh, man it's a, it's a problem, but when it's a transgender, um, confused young man that's suffering a mental illness that does it. Oh, well that doesn't, that black life wasn't worth a tweet. You know what I'm saying? I almost feel like we're giving this too much, not even thought, but like too much clout to show how powerful the media really is. Cause here we are kind of bitching about the double standards and yet the first thing that people will say is like, we shouldn't be comparing the two. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's such a, it feels weird a little bit, you know, cause I, I get the double standard. I think most people here understand the double standard, but it's like one of those where there are times where we, we would kind of throw that card out there and go, Hey, easy with the double standard. That's, that seems that's, does that's, not a really good comparison. You know, are we making that argument? Are we making that comparison reasonable um, and, and actually comparable? Yeah. 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 I I agree with you. I think, uh, I think certainly we have to be careful of that and be open to open to 
recognizing where we're where we're sort of like doing the same thing in in another direction for sure, right? Like, um, there's I I agree with you. I, I I don't I don't disagree with that. I think that there could be certainly like that double standards can creep up in us as too. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, for and, sure. And, and yeah, is it is it easy to? I mean, it's always easy to throw double standards out there when you're trying to quote get your point across. Mm -hmm. I think it's a little. Di there's a difference for us is that I'm not trying to get a point across. What I'm trying to do is expose everybody for what they are, because the conservatives, I say conservatives, but Republicans and the Democrats do it all. It's just that the media does it more often and they do it better than anybody else. Yeah, that's the truth. Well, you bring up the point that you make is is good because it's like, well, what is the root cause of this? Right? Like that at the end of the day, what is the cause of this? Now I'm going to, I would make a case that this is a spiritual issue, right? Like, because the framework that I'm operating in is one, I, I am operating from a Christian worldview. Okay. So maybe if you're in the, if you're listening at, or you're watching maybe you don't share that worldview and we would have to we would have to sort through that i'm coming from a christian worldview in which i would see that the what is going on here is spiritual warfare because i believe people are influenced by one of two things the holy spirit which would be god or demonic spirits satan and his angels I think that there is a real spiritual battle going on, and I believe that that influences our mind, so our ideologies, our, our way of seeing things, our way of speaking and communicating and acting in the world. And I think that, that I think that's what's going on. And part of, part of the, the issue here is that we have to not put a Band-Aid on cancer. And so all of the the legislation is a piece of security, but it is not a solution to the real problem going on. Now we can talk about that, like what, what caused it, but if we don't agree on the cause, it's going to be difficult to come to the right solution because yeah, we we'll no be baseline doing than, than different things. Yeah, right. I yeah. agree with that. Because some people like David Hogg, would say the problem is the guns. And so the solution is to remove <laughs> guns from society. But I would say like the problem isn't a gun. The problem is no. the, uh, the spiritual bankruptcy and um, satanic influence, spiritual brokenness of humans is what leads to actions like this. And the only solution is to fill that with the Holy Spirit or God, <laughs> right? Like this, that's, that's at the root cause of this and evil, like, because people are like, well, I don't understand why, because it's evil, because that's what evil does. Evil kills, evil destroys, evil erodes. That's what it does. Well, so I, I agree with you, but let's, Let's see if we can't break it down a little bit more. So you're 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 approaching this as a as a very spiritual issue. I don't disagree. However, we can we can segment that into smaller microcosms of 
the actual problems that we that exist in society besides just saying uh, this is uh, good versus evil, Satan, uh, spirit, spirit, uh, supernatural. I think there's a uh, there are ways that we can approach this, um, still keep our thought process on it, but also expand out and be able to communicate with people who aren't religious at all. Because the reality is, is that there is good and there is evil. And I think that people have to understand that the idea behind that is uh it's not not that it's not uh I, i'm trying to compare it um i'm one of those people who personally believe that there are people that do very good in this world right but the idea is we as humans human in humanity and, and this is across the board tend to fall into uh very easily into example uh, a mob mentality it's very easy for us to take the easy way and the wrong way. And even more so, instinctually, I believe as human beings, we are more apt to remember the bad things in life than we are the good things. Because that instinctually is what helped us survive for as long as it has. If, if I don't remember that my hand uh, gets burned when I put it on the oven, I just remember that my my mom used to kiss my finger if I did it. Well, then I'm an idiot, right? Like there's, you know, that's not, those aren't the things I'm going to remember. Yeah. So I think as humans, morally, you say bankrupt. I think, yes, we can be. Um, I think, I think we can even just dumb it down more. Um, and I don't mean to, to say that in a way that is being a dick to people who aren't Christians or whatever. I'm saying like, let's dumb humanity down even more by saying that we have a propensity for violence we have a propensity to do the 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 easiest things to get by and that often it comes at a cost to either us or somebody else if you want to get to its most basic basic level and the idea that family without family without that nucleus uh without that support group because there are there are aboriginal places that it, they say it takes a village it literally a village will raise individuals and they seem to do fine on a moral basis because they have that family network um that community but we're losing that and i think that's part of where our issue is mm -hmm. with this whole good versus bad uh evil that kind of stuff are, i don't yeah, just are getting saying, i'm just trying to dumb it solutions down. <laughs> but i it's well, hard for me to sort of, I mean, I agree with you, Dave, and it's hard. It's hard for me to bring it down to that level or not, not saying that I'm like up here and other people are down here. But what I'm saying is, is that my world, my worldview, like my view, my lens that I view the world through is that our morality is given to us by a creator and so for me, that's like my base level of understanding and how I, how we innately know good versus evil. So it's like, yeah, but I also think for me, at least for me, it's, it's really, really hard, almost impossible to take that out of the equation for me because that's just how I view the world. So it's tough to say that 
people could adapt and learn what would be wrong or right when I just think that that is instilled in us by something greater than us or that greater than our understanding rather than like worldly experiences or adaptation or evolution or whatever other people would say it is. Yeah. I think that the, the erosion, like you're talking about Dave of the family, the family unit and a cohesiveness in society around shared values. I mean, it's, I think that that's an ob. I think it's an obvious thing. Maybe some people need to open their eyes to that, right? Like to see, look around and go, wow, we we just don't share the same values. And speaking politically, right? Like you go back in time to like, yes, we had primarily two political parties for most of our history, right? And they ideologically disagreed maybe on a path a on the process but they shared a same they shared a similar goal agreed they, yes they had the same end game right like they agreed on well that's how the constitution came to be they agreed on these things right so like this is what we're pursuing and they had different approaches right like in terms of um one side felt like uh an emphasis on uh, labor and um, focusing on protection around labor would lead to that. Other people um, focused on, you know, foreign policy and strength as a way to to hedge our bets on freedom. So we had different approaches, his, you know, in terms of that. But at the end, it was the goal. The American experiment is to hold on to this freedom that we we were able to establish, and it was still undergirded by both sides, almost almost universally okay on both sides undergirded by a fundamental theistic morality right like that's where i said like we go back like you can't study american history with any set of honest eyes and walk away with any different take on that like that's not it's just you're just you're ignoring calling the sky red when yeah. it's blue it right. does, it's like i i can't take you seriously because you're just two plus two isn't five, you know, like this is like really simple. But I think that the erosion of family and things like that is, again, it's just an indicator of, well, why is that happening? And I think it's like, I think it's like this spiritual issue. I know why. On. Not enough people have. Well, Arlen's. that's one. That's one reason. <laughs> Le legitimately. And I say this as someone who is fully employed by social media it is social media it is tv it's the connection and the amount of things that people are seeing and the amount of information that people are taking in that has never it's unprecedented like uh jordan peterson uh was talking about how young men are exposed to things on the internet like porn and seeing however many beautiful women they want or all these cars and uh, fancy thing, whatever it is. That's like that, that would be living like a King. We aren't, we aren't made to view that many things. I was thinking today, like I saw the uh, police response to the shooting in Nashville. And I was like, why am I like, why am I seeing this? Why? 
why are so many people right. seeing this? It's like mm-hmm. whenever there's a mass shooting, these people's mm-hmm. faces are people weren't well, meant not, to see this. I'm not I, yeah, meant, it's so wild. I'm not yeah. meant to see these things. Mm-hmm. I'm not meant to know all of these intimate details of people's lives. And yet it's become like a weird necessity for our culture. And I think it's kind of feeding this uh, unhealthiness of like, I mean, just mental health, period, period. Mm-hmm. And I see it in so many yeah. people. So many people are, I mean, t- I uh, I fasted from, fasted, I just basically took a break from uh, Instagram for one week. And I was like, holy shit. I, it is my first, well, it's like my, my first instinct is to go to Instagram. My brain doesn't even think about it. I just went to it and I was like, whoa, whoa. I like, I can't do that. And it was so weird to, I don't, I don't know. It's just social media. I think you, I think news and TV have just ruined people's mental health because we're taking in and we're seeing too much. I think that we should actually have that as a conversation for next week, even because we could really go off the rails with social media in general as we're as we're a social yeah. media outlet. But I think that that is an important thing. And I wonder if we might even try to get somebody on there, but um, to talk about it with us. But it, it is absolutely amazing. Like you said, I, I agree with that. Obviously, we've kind of gone off the rails as far as like the whole the whole shooting thing. But you're on the same level, right? Like the idea that we are seeing pieces of people's lives that they're literally selling us now. Like mm. they're people we've bought into it. Uh, people have sold their souls to, to be on camera uh, and show how their life exists or how it doesn't exist. Or like, even like, well, even just like, we'll say pawn stars. So pawn stars is one of the, I really like the show pawn stars. Right. Um, I didn't say. I thought you were stars. trying to use a star. sneaky way of not <laughs> no. saying pawn stars no, no, for like no. monetization. I, I saw your head spinning, dude. No, so but pawn stars is interesting because it's like the antique roadshow for me. Like I just I'm interested in all these old artifacts and things of that nature. But there's parts of it that are real, and there's a lot of it that's just plain scripted. So we're not even getting fed reality TV anymore. It's it's not even how they sell it anymore and people are profiting off of it we and we are so busy watching other people's lives go by that we have no time for our own i could look at my phone and i'm i'm a completely guilty it'll be like hey dave your uh phone usage is up 32 percent this week and i'm like what the fuck did i do well like, what have i been doing you know it's just like it, it's dumb you know and then I, like when i'll be like it'll be like it went down 13 percent. i'm like yes that's still not good enough, Dave. You idiot. It's still not good enough. See, even Apple sold me a bill of goods on percentages going down. I'm like, I'm so proud of myself. I'm not proud of myself. I'm probably still on there like fucking four hours a day or some shit. You know, Yeah, man, I if I, I, I truly have a dream of 30 days completely phone free. But I realize when I think about that, I'm like, dude, I'm my whole like income now, like my way of thriving is deeply connected to this. Like if I woke up tomorrow and I had no internet at home, I would have to go somewhere to get internet. Like I have a meeting at nine, right? Like that I need need, like my house. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on that. You already got an offer, man. It's good. It's over asking. Um, I'm excited to hear about that. So (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm working on uh, building it to an appraisal guarantee, by the way, because I'm good at negotiations, dude. I love, I love, that's the only thing I like about real estate negotiations, dude. I love, all right, shut up, Mickey. All right, anyway. So the, uh, yeah, we're, we're hitting on all these things and people need to look at like the, I guess the, the main walk away is you have to look at the underlying cause. You can't just patch holes in the ship with your fingers. You like, and that's, that's what a lot of people are doing. And one of the causes may very well be a lot of holes with my fingers. At least (laughs) what What I'm just saying, I can, I could do it. (laughs) That's what You guys are gross, man. Come on, it's a, it's a lot of holes. It's a know. lot of holes. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this, and I, I'm not trying to interrupt you, but the, <laughs> to your point of like filling the holes in a ship and it only lasts so long. It, I read this book before, like uh, to something about kill kill the spider. I think was the name of the book, and basically it was talking mm-hmm. about seeking out your root causes for issues because what we tend to do is just like clear out all these webs, but then just leave this problem sitting there. That's just going to keep making the webs, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. We have to, we have to get at the, get at the source, right? Like, so we have to look at that. Get rid of the guns, right? Get rid of the guns. You're going to solve all your problems. It's the same thing, right? Yeah. Until evil humans come up with another way to kill people. Yeah. Heaven forbid. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like then, crash then all planes of a sudden, into buildings or fucking then, hit people with yeah, their cars. Then all the happened. new, then the new, the new thing would be to drive your SUV into a playground. It's not like there was a three-letter you know agency like, made. It could never happen because of planes and casualty. You know, exactly, yeah. could never happen. And that's again a double standard. One life is too many during COVID. Well, oh really? <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to get on that, but. I think we have to look at the solution at as causative. And so we have to, I think that that means we have to go to battle ideologically. We're at war, right? Like I said, so part of the solution is you, you, you don't get to be on the sidelines, right? Like you can't be a casual observer of this. You have to take action. I think out of this conversation, one thing that I gleaned from this was like, wow, in my own life, Part of me in that ideological battle is to be more rooted in a local community face to face with people than digitally, like not become increasingly less dependent in an age when they want me to be more and more dependent on, on uh, technology to become increasingly independent of it at the same time, leverage it, but don't become dependent upon it. Like, I think that's a really important piece of the puzzle. I think analyzing what it is that you really believe and why, and then going to battle for that, I think is really, really important as a solution. But on a on a practical level, the reality is we have to um, we have to take a robust approach to active self protection. Stop putting the protection of yourself, your family, your kids, your neighbors in the hands of somebody else, and you become equipped to handle it yourself. Stop depending on other people to come save you. And and I I fully get and I, again we've gone way over. But I fully understand the public school uh, system uh, as being the atrocity that it is. But I also understand that not everybody can just homeschool and do their own thing. There are other programs out there. You can there are like my my children went to online school 
And yep. it was that's what we converted it to. Was great. I, I want to say was something. Fantastic. My uh, me and my brother, uh, we tried doing online schooling, like online homeschool, and we couldn't do it because we we I had just gotten so used to being around other people, people, you know, but lots of places mm-hmm. are doing like co-ops yeah. now, too. So you can like go to which is cool. Yeah. It's and a great you can idea. be with other people. So you're not like a social recluse, you know. But at the very least, if you have to have your child in public school and I do understand that it happened, you some people you have to do it. Um, just be active. I'm so thankful, so thankful that Joyce was so active in our school, our kids' school, so active, active to the point where she actually volunteered and then got hired in as a uh, as a helper at the school. And she sat in on, uh, especially during COVID, which is where this a lot of this got exposed, a lot of this blew up uh, because of COVID, where teachers were trying to keep their our fucking the parents out of the fucking schools and they couldn't do it. Uh, we should have cameras in every single school uh, classroom uh, in the schools, uh, just like every police officer needs to wear a camera on their vest. If that's it, it, that's exactly what should we should always be able to monitor what our children are doing, what our teachers or the teachers are trying to sh- show them and teach them. Uh, we need to know there should never be a time where they can close the fucking doors on us. We are the parents. Amen to that. Bitches. <laughs> Whew. All right, man. Okay. That was a supersized episode for you wow, guys was. right there. Sorry about that. We went from uh, a, a murder scene with Spinetti and Russo to uh, Russo's poor wife. <laughs> to, <laughs> she bought to, the uh, farm. Talking about uh, the change in transgender laws and then into the Nashville shooting. Man, wild. Um, hopefully you found it valuable, enjoyable, engaging. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate the comments. Again, Super Chats, Erica, Ryan, CJ, Jenny, and Daryl. Thank you so much uh, for that kind of support. That yeah, helps thank us. You. <laughs> We're doing a free show, but w- it, we have to pay for streaming. So go to uh, – can you hear me? All right, so – have we even said like go to listen to the written house interview man that was a great interview yeah yeah go back Dude, and listen to what you awesome, missed if you man. haven't if you, if you haven't listened, known you that we're doing it, this you're wrong you ain't American. watch listen wherever leave those ratings in five star re- reviews baby close your run <laughs> wwf i'm sorry <laughs>